0: Hi friends welcome to the latest episode of the technically speaking podcast i'm your co-host Shafali,
1: and i'm Sachin.
0: and uh, it's been a minute it's been a little <laughs> while since we last recorded i'm sure that uh everyone can understand that the pandemic is pretty intense it's like taking a toll on everyone's mental health physical mm. health all that kind of stuff we're all just trying to stay safe and um honestly we've been just taking a breather we've been focusing on other things which is okay so uh i'm so sorry to our diehard fans Mm. who have been anxiously waiting for our next episode so uh it's spring now it's like april Mm. and um i think some cool things have happened lately so like for example the apple event happened there was a tech conference that happened recently and that's the kind of stuff i want to talk about anyway Mm. like yeah there was ces in uh, at the beginning of the year, but like it wasn't much to it.
1: Yeah, especially that it was all virtual, right? Because CS twenty twenty it happened prior to poor like everything shutting down the whole like pandemic actually like happening in that Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, like other things were happening, and like I felt like there wasn't really much to talk about. Yeah, in the episode because our podcast is very like current event based. Whereas, like, other podcasts, like, oh, we have a guest speaker, let's talk about them, and talk about, like, things that are going on.
1: Yeah. Sometimes there isn't always a, a tech announcement every single week. So.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, uh, we apologize that we haven't been here in a while, but we're back, and we're excited to talk about it.
1: Okay, so what should we first start off with?
0: You want to start with the Apple event?
1: Sure. So, last week, April 20th, Apple had their, uh, spring event, Mm-hmm. um, Basically, they announced a whole, a whole bunch of new stuff. Uh, they announced the new iMac, iPad Pro, Apple TV 4K, and the elusive AirTag. Which it was elusive. Meaning <laughs> elusive in the, like since like 2019, a bunch of like leaks have been saying like it's ready, it's co- it's coming, like the next Apple fan. it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, but just never come.
0: Like and so did they always kind of call it something like tracking device. Like, no,
1: it was always called like AirTags, <clears throat> but I think Apple just straight up just called it AirTag. And even if they, even if they're saying plural, they're saying multiple AirTag, not AirTags.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Okay, because I haven't heard anything about it. So This is the first time I heard about it, and I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting.
1: So basically, it's Apple made their like take on like a towel, like a Bluetooth tracker, right? Mm-hmm. So has Bluetooth tracking, but. Uh, and like, it's the size of like, like a, like a coin, a bit bigger than coin, maybe like the Like size. a hefty
0: coin, like you know those collector's coins. Yeah, Something or like maybe that.
1: kind of like slightly bigger than like a toonie. Yeah. So it's made of stainless steel, it's IP67 water, and dust resistant, it has a built-in speaker, and then it uses, in addition to Bluetooth, it has ultra-wideband technology. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's a type of frequency that can be used in, in addition to Bluetooth to help kind of more accurate signal, so, oh, um, okay, using the Find My app, you can do like it will show you directly to it by pointing an arrow in the direction that it's in and how many kind of what distances away, whatever it's like feet or uh, meters. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: I wonder how long the battery life is on it.
1: So it's about a year, and it's a replaceable coin battery.
0: That's good.
1: Yeah, everyone was thinking that it might be re- rechargeable or like could be like wireless charging Mm -hmm. they could have done that but whatever um so there's also a whole bunch of like different third-party accessories like keychain attachments for it yeah and just
0: like customization for like engraving too i think
1: yeah i think one complaint that people have said is that like there's it's kind of like slightly thick it's not like super thin Mm -hmm. um and it's like, on the bigger side. So, you can only really use it in, like, for bags and stuff. You couldn't really, like, put it in your wallet. And
0: yeah, especially if you're, like, one of those people who likes to carry a skinny wallet or, like, a wristlet. It would, like, weigh it down and it would take up too much space in it.
1: Yeah, even, like, Marquez. Marquez mm-hmm. Bradley, he was using one of those, like, square kind of slim wallets. Yeah, slim He's lot. like, hey, I can't put the... AirTag in my wallet because I use this. So like I'd like a wallet like a card version of AirTag maybe. Yeah, doesn't Tile have that? Yeah, Tile has that but like Apple doesn't. Maybe Apple could come up with a slimmer one or a card version or maybe someone will come up with a card like insert thing Mm -hmm. like where you could insert an AirTag into.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea.
1: Yeah, so Apple makes a bunch of AirTag accessories and then third-party companies like Nomad Belkin, Spigen, and uh, Moment. They make a bunch of tags like mm-hmm. access- AirTag accessories. So one AirTag costs $39 Canadian <laughs> or 129 for forty uh, for four of them. And they're real free now and then ship in the next week or so.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Yeah. All their stuff at the Apple vent, There's a new iMac which comes in like seven different colors
0: i like that actually i thought the colors were nice and they were like i don't know it's a nice change hmm. to be honest and like
1: the last design of the iMac has been like there since like 2014 2012 so it's mm-hmm. kind of it was kind of getting old but i guess i think apple wanted to wait until they had their own chip to then refresh
0: it yeah I'm actually kind of curious. You know how like the keyboard and mouse that come with the iMac? You know how they're also colored? I wonder if Apple will decide to um, create accessories like just a keyboard and mouse set that are also colorful.
1: They might. Like I think they've released like space gray ones Mm -hmm. in the past. Mm -hmm. Like it came with the iMac Pro. And then later on they released those separately. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because I think I would enjoy that a colored one. Exactly. It would look nice.
1: Yeah. So the new iMac. It's up order on the thirtieth of April, and then ships in the second half of May. Nice. And then next is iPad Pro. iPad Pro. Uh, the big thing is that it's getting the M1 chip that's featured in all of Apple's uh, latest Mac, mm. like the MacBook, MacBook Air, MacBook Pro. Okay. So basically, like they just made the iPad Pro much more powerful. <laughs> For like, so like, I don't know. Is there a good reason for the iPad iPad Pro? Because to be... we can. Yeah, I guess because we can. But then the other thing is, would we see the M one chip come to like iPhones? Maybe.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Like maybe a scaled down version, like. Yeah. And then maybe more powerful for other devices.
0: It's possible. Yeah. You never know what they're gonna do.
1: Yeah. So. 12, the iPad Pro comes in two sizes, 11-inch and 12.9. The 12.9 gets the Liquid Retina XDR display, which has mini LEDs. Mm-hmm. So it should get, like, good picture quality and super bright and whatnot. Um, yeah, so 1600 nits peak brightness. That's also pre-order on the 30th and then shipping in uh, May. Um but it's expensive, iMac Pro. <laughs> yeah. It starts at a thousand Canadian and goes up to almost three thousand dollars.
0: How much is the iMac? Uh, iMac in comparison.
1: It's iMac starts at fifteen ninety nine and goes to twenty
0: forty nine. Oh my gosh! Like they're getting up there and getting to be compared against each other.
1: Yeah. The Apple TV four K. There's not a whole lot except for like the new remote, mm-hmm. which is an improvement over the previous one so yeah that's yeah, all nice. the apple kind of stuff
0: that was good stuff yeah <clears throat> i also like that at the uh, event they showed a little bit of their apple tv plus shows mm. especially ted lasso i mm. really like that show
1: yeah i think ted lasso might be one of their like most watched
0: cause... i think so too and maybe like the morning show
1: exactly because why else would they like have the especially the trailer for ted lasso season two mm-hmm. at the apple event mm-hmm. right yeah, Like that makes a big bo- more of a splash.
0: Mm-hmm. So speaking of events, there was a tech conference in Toronto um, last week, and it's called Collision. Hmm. And so, <clears throat> sorry, they, um, they kind of market themselves as like the largest tech conference in the world, that kind of thing, or... Like, because it's multi-days and, like, they bring in people from international, like, areas, stuff like that. And they just have things going on all the time. And this is probably the third time I've attended, actually. Hmm. We attended the first Collision Conference in, um... 2019. 2019, yeah. And it was in person.
1: Was that the first one that they had in Toronto or first one ever? It was the
0: first one ever. That was their thing. Like, Collision hadn't been a thing before this. Hmm. So, uh, they wanted to go in with a big bang and they brought people. Like, we had met Kara Swisher, Hmm. which was a really cool experience. Yeah. Um, We uh, listened to a whole different types of people. They had like politicians, they had uh, like actors. Like, for example, Joseph Gordon Levitt was there that year. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a good experience. And so, Collision went digital last year because of the pandemic. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. Like, I attended, but I was like, oh, okay, this is okay. And now at this point in 2021, like, we're used to going to conferences digitally now. Mm. So I think it's that point where them, like, Collision itself, Web Summit, as well as other people are like, you know what, we have to deal with this. Let's try to make it, like, as good as we can. So I have to say this year was actually quite good. I was excited to be here. Um, They had a good lineup of people. It was a lot of different industries, but also relating back to tech. Like you talk about health tech, you talk about retail, um, FinTech, all that kind of stuff. Like they had big names like Ashton Kutcher and Nicole Kidman. They like came and spoke on their perspective. Jamila Jamil was talking as well. So that was interesting. And then on the other flip side, you have like John Tory hosting a media session. And then you've got um, things about food. And so like there was a sponsored session it was a lunch and learn with interact and so they were talking about food retailing and so like for example you'd be like um how are they working with local businesses for uh, um to like help local businesses help local restaurants like keep going that kind of stuff and uh i had attended the press conference part with john tory and uh i had written a question in the q a section and then they answered my question mm. and they said okay the next question is from the canadian techie and i was like oh my gosh it's kind of cool because you don't expect that sometimes and he answered my question i thought it was nice mm. i like screenshotted it and i was all excited and i tweeted about it mm. so that was fun i think i enjoyed it,
1: it yeah good. so would you attend next year
0: honestly i think i probably would mm. yeah it was a good time
1: was there any kind of other kind of sessions that you attended that you really liked?
0: Oh, there was this one um, that was it was a masterclass put on by TikTok, hmm. and so one of the um, heads of content creation, um, so she I think her name is Connie Chan. She had given a masterclass talking about TikTok as a, especially for partners for businesses. So, for example, I don't know if you've um, spent a lot of time like on TikTok, maybe as much as me or our sister Kashika. So like when you're scrolling, you see a lot of um, ads in between and the way that the ads are made, they are essentially making TikToks themselves, like they're embedding it. So she talked about authenticity for like business, talked about how TikTok is like um, <clears throat> utilizing the like music, for example, they are contributing to the music industry, for example, like you hear these songs on the radio and then people will say, oh, I heard about it on TikTok
1: hmm. or
0: like the movie industry is being affected because like the TV shows or like the beauty industry stuff is going crazy off the shelves because someone said something about it on TikTok and then everyone wants to go buy it or like those hundreds and hundreds of videos where people say 25 things you need from Amazon right now, hmm. stuff like that. So it's very interesting because she gave a really uh, <laughs> unique perspective on it. So I really liked that session too.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think there was something else that you wanted to uh, mention.
0: Yeah, there was this um, company that's um, based in Europe. It's called uh, I'm not how to pronounce it actually. Joviplani. Joviplani. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, something along those lines. I'm so sorry if I butchered the name. But uh, this is a company that I found on TikTok. Actually, I'm not even kidding. And so it's a smart bag. And what it is, is it was inspired by uh, this woman who was traveling to Europe and she had actually been pickpocketed multiple times. Like, I think she said in her two years traveling to Europe, around Europe, she was pickpocketed three times. And it's so frustrating to like have that happen to you but also it's like very vulnerable. Like you feel naked, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't feel safe. Like someone took my money or someone took my passport, my wallet, all that kind of stuff. So what she decided to do is she developed a smart bag that has a uh, tech component and it's basically a fingerprint ID across the bag. So it's a crossbody bag, I think it's made with vegan leather, mm. and what it is is like the, it has a flap on the top and you use your fingerprint to open the bag and it's got secret compartments as well if anyone wants to get into it so you can hide your passport stuff like that. And I think it works with a RFID um rfid shield interior lining
1: yeah so rfid shielding that's um if someone tries to kind of skim your card by going like up against this will the uh, oh it blocks it yeah it blocks it the RFID shielding kind of oh. blocks any kind of scanners or any type of thing oh i didn't know that so sometimes you'll see rfid wallets that does the same thing so if someone tries to pitpock you or try to scan your like skim your credit mm-hmm. card
0: Good for her, that's amazing. I didn't even realize that. So she's got two steps of security on this bag. And it's really cool. And like, so she's got a very small following right now, like a couple hundred people. And I think she deserves more. Like this bag looks really fashionable, looks really nice. Um, It seems to be a very good quality. And it's like, I think around $230 Canadian.
1: Oh, that might be U.S. It right? might be
0: U.S.? Okay, around $230. Still
1: not bad. It's
0: still a good price, yeah. And so she's like an independent entrepreneur. She sourced everything herself. She's never had experience in this field, like in fashion. Mm. And she was able to develop this amazing product. And I'm really excited for her. I actually really want to try it. Mm. So I just want to give her a shout out because yeah. I think she deserves the recognition. And I think a lot of people will be interested by this product, especially a lot of women.
1: Exactly. And if like it does well, then you might see all the kind of companies kind of getting inspiration
0: yeah right yeah so i think it'd be really good
1: yeah so it's we'll put a link in the description so it's it will further now and then it's shipping in may june yeah so. so
0: they're on tiktok and instagram mostly that's where you can find them yeah um and we'll send a link we'll put a link in the descriptions for anyone's interested in it yeah it's very cool
1: okay uh last thing we want to talk about so there's a company called urbanista Mm-hmm. They basically, uh, they make a bunch of like audio products, headphones and whatnot. So they made a new product called the Urbanista Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and it's one of the first headphones with like a solar panel on it.
0: That is so cool.
1: So they basically partnered with a company called Powerfoil, mm-hmm. kind of deliver a non-stop uh, audio experience. <laughs> so um, some specs um uh, you'll always be charging when exposed to light both indoors and outdoors mm-hmm. 50 hour battery reserved hybrid active noise cancellation cancellation canceling ambient sound mode on-ear detection usb c port bluetooth 5.0 um it works with android ios and windows and then you if you're on android you can use google assistant you're on siri you can use or on ios you can use siri mm. um so I think it's supposed to be coming out in May. Mm. Um, so yeah, it looks like an interesting product. Like it could like it could lead to other solar panel headphones or?
0: I think that's a really cool concept. Hmm. I like that because honestly, sometimes it gets a little inconvenient when you're like I'm about to go for a walk and it says battery low. And you're like, okay, fine. But like when you go for a walk outside or you're going to do something, like it's charging constantly exactly i like that then you basically always have a charged device
1: yeah so it will go for 200 us Mm -hmm. which like isn't like that pretty reasonable especially for the
0: solar part of it the
1: solar part of it you're getting kind of not like active noise cancellation but like kind of hybrid meaning like you actually does say active noise cancelling but you get like some noise cancelling it might not be the level of like bose or sony which are like in the four to five hundred dollar range yeah but there's lots of headphones that are kind of in the two to three hundred dollar range to offer good noise canceling and good sound
0: i so. like that i'm really curious to um like try that out
1: yeah so i think that was it so uh thanks ken for listening
0: yeah we appreciate all our listeners and if you get a chance please uh leave us a review on apple Podcasts. i find that it really helps our uh, reach we can get our podcast to reach more viewers more listeners more than anything so uh if you really enjoy this podcast or this episode please let us know and uh, share with your friends let people know about our podcast we're going to be recording a few more episodes in the next coming weeks Mm. so thanks for joining us bye bye